Hello and welcome to the Body Surf Podcast with your budgie boys, Tim and Owie. And this is a very special treat for the listening audience and those watching online with the video and everything. Uh, we've got some new things happening here, but Owie, you've flown all the way from the Central Coast to, to be in the studio with us today. How you doing, man? Yeah, Timmy, as I just said, uh, straight down the F3 past the Great Aussie Bush Camp, mm-hmm. Leyland Brothers. <laughs> You know the Leylands? That reference is going <laughs> well and truly over my head. Yes, and probably to most of the listeners as well, but those <laughs> out there who do know the Leylands, uh, thank you for listening. Um, yeah, Great Aussie Bush Camp, burnt down. Okay. Yeah, is it's that, not there anymore. So it's not, it's like old Sydney town? No, no, it's like the Big Airs Rock. Oh, yes, I remember that. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. They had a, a store with some very racist paraphernalia. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the one. And a subway. Big shout out to them if they're listening. Oh, the subway, that's gone as well? That's gone. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, yeah, big big show. Tim. Yeah, huge, huge show, huge guest. Uh, all the way. What do we say uh, over the pond or over the Tasman or what's the little saying? You know how people like swim across the. Is it the 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 channel? They yes. swim the channel. Yeah. yeah. Um, do people swim across from? Australia to New Zealand? Maybe Susie Maroney back in the (laughs) 90s, but I wouldn't think so. But yes, all the way from the land of the great white cloud, (laughs) we've got him. The Womp Dad, Alan Rath, is joining us on the podcast. How are you doing, Alan? I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually thinking that I might have to try and swim there (laughs) if I want to get out of our country (laughs) because we were COVID-free. Now COVID's Mm. here. Mm. We're still locked here. Yeah. Hopefully that word doesn't mess with your uh, with your uh, Google Analytics or whatever it is. I'm wondering that if we is. could do a quick Google and see how many kilometres it would be to swim <laughs> from sub, uh, from from uh, say uh, South Cronulla to New Zealand. Would you just head straight for the horizon? Is well, that I always works? say that um, like that's why the um, Cronulla Sharks, the NRL team, mm. uh, get a lot of New Zealand-born players because it's actually the closest club. <laughs> To New Zealand, yeah. Just jump on a little a little boat and get over there. Uh, Alan, you you were just mentioning that you used to uh, live in Engadine, which is uh, pretty impressive. Well, well, I actually I did like a stay in Engadine, and um, there was a guy, local guy there called Joe Morrissey, and he was like this epic with boogie board and surf and body surf, and he used to take me out on those. We used to go to Cronulla. And we actually used to take his Toyota Arab. This is like 20 years ago. <laughs> out through, you know where they filmed Mad Max? Mm. Out through those sand dunes. And we would try and avoid the Ranger because it was a $15 fee. He got caught. Mm. <laughs> and um, I got I got so busted up out. We are on the like second reef like way out. Felt like way out to sea. And I got like a dry reef wave and washed on the inside. And uh, my foot was bleeding. Mm. <laughs> And, um, yeah, I thought like that 20-minute paddle back in, I was just going to get eaten by sharks, you know. And then you had to walk back to Engadine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and as you just said, yeah. it's very hot out there in the middle of summer. Mm. It is. It flipping is. But I, d- I did live in the Central Coast. I lived in the Central Coast for a year. So. Oh, nice. All I right. did want to ask you about that. That's in my in my notes. I've written notes tonight, believe it or not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, nice. we can, we can yeah. kick it off with that one, um, Alan. You, you're over in uh, NZ now. We don't really know too much about you. Um, please no. tell us a little bit about, uh, I guess, where you grew up to start with. And then, yeah, how come you spent so much time over here in well, the Shire and uh, up in the Central Coast? 
So I've got, so obviously um, I was born here in Auckland and um, Australia's always been that place that's just that like quick, cheap, easy holiday to go <laughs> on, you know. And we actually had, um, I had my my wife's parents, they lived in Point Clare in the Central Coast and they had a house and um, they'd moved over there when we first got married like 15 years ago. So I'd, we'd always done our Christmas holidays there, but being out in Point Clare was just like the trip to the beach was, you had to go to like flipping U minor <laughs> and, and, and back like 10 years ago, you thought you could have got stabbed walking to the beach. <laughs> Or it was a drive round to Copa or Avoca or Womp for all. Um, yes. So yeah, so uh, it was it was good. But I have family that live in my my mum's family live in like in the Shire. So mm. I'd go over and stay with them when I was younger. And um, yeah, so but we decided to do like a year before the kids started school, and we went over and we had like a little house behind the surf club at Avoca. So. It was good. It was good. It was like occasional shark sighting, which we don't get to see sharks in New Zealand because our water's black. And, um, <laughs> and um, they're there. You just don't see them. But, yeah. Now, you're, you're well and truly settled in New Zealand, I believe. Uh, are you in Auckland, Alan? Yeah, I'm in Auckland. Lovely. And I think I'm the only body surfer in all of New <laughs> I Zealand. I was going to so. say, um, <laughs> does does Auckland or even New Zealand have a body surfing community? No, that's just me. <laughs> me and my, my 12-pack of 0% beers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, now, there's like, I think the thing is with New Zealand is that to get into the water, you've just got to be real keen mm. because it is cold most of the year, most mm. of New Zealand. So... If you're going to go out, people like, may as well go surfing. So you don't have the kind of, you know, like in Sydney, you've got like people that go for a swim in the morning and then, and at night they'll go for a surf. Like we just don't have that culture in Auckland where you like the beach lifestyle, although it's there, it's, it's kind of, everyone's put off because it's so cold, mm. but there's good waves. There's like really good waves. But when you go body surfing, people look at you like, <laughs> like for one, like what the hell is in your hand? What is that thing? Hey, are you handboarding? Are you handboarding? Is that, I've seen one of those in the seventies. <laughs> My dad's got one of those. And we used to make those when we were kids, you know, stuff like that. So, so how come it's like that? I, I mean, it's kind of um, taken off all around the world for obvious reasons. We love doing it, but um, there's other there's other cold climates that, that like body surfing. Mm. I mean, UK has yeah. got a huge scene. So why, why, why is NZ uh, lagging behind the rest of us? I don't know. I just think I, I, one thing that New Zealand has in the water that we don't, um, you know, like Australia's got like localism for surfing, but New Zealand's got a real staunch culture, like surfing culture. And there are like spots where I live. We've got like a good spot down the road where people longboard mainly. Um, and there's a good kind of vibe there. But places like Raglan, places that pump, like you would no way, you would never, I don't think you'd ever get away with your body surfing. You know, mm. like it would just be like, a, you know, like people are pretty staunch and pretty tough in small town New Zealand, you know. Mm. So I, want, I don't know why it is. And I think we get things like, you know, 10 years later, and it's definitely cool. It's like the coolest thing ever, body surfing. 
but I'm like just waiting for it to, you know, take off because then I can start taking people body surfing with my array of, of hand planes. Well, let's get straight into that. There are some amazing products behind you. I can see um, uh, a pro model Alan Rath artwork on, um, I believe it's a, a garage. Um, why don't you take us through what's in your floppy bucket while you're at it? <laughs> hey, um, we don't have floppy buckets. We've got hard buckets in I, New Zealand. You, I so. thought you were going to say we have, uh, we have chili oh, bins hi. in New Zealand. <laughs> Yeah, we've got chili bins as well, you know. Um, okay, so obviously um, I I only have like a, a place in the body surfing community because of Dave from Garage Hand Planes. Like <laughs> the most legendary guy has like supported me the whole way and paid me to like do artwork for him. So thanks, Dave. Um, but obviously we did the Garbo uh, model. But prior to that, um, he's got a, the Reva model. And um, I did like a custom artwork for that as well. Okay. That one I don't have. I had a couple of them, and I've I've always liked to give body surfing stuff away because I'm trying to trick people into going body surfing with me. <laughs> and then obviously there's a slide. I've got the rad little Ecto one. Oh yeah. The fly um, which was super nice to paint because it was metal, you know. Mm. Um, and then I've got a, a couple other garages, and obviously the compass one, which I got from you guys. Last year, I won it. Thanks. <laughs> At least uh, it turned up. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was wondering about that. I was. I. I just. Um. I remember you said you're sending Wolfo down to the post office, and um. Oh, we said yeah, Timmy's <laughs> missile actually. <laughs> but well, really, I just thought, man, all those prizes just you know, it just seemed like I have to. I have to go send prints, and I send my wife to go do it. I hate doing it. And especially overseas because you've got to fill in these declaration forms. Yeah. And the lady in the post office just has it in for me because I can't fill the form in properly, <laughs> you know. So. Well, you've taken us through your, your hand planes. What do you wear on your feet? Uh, so um, I think I've only ever worn Duffins, you yep. know. And I don't know. I just – I've never I've, – I thought about maybe trying to get some vitamins and then I just never got them. So I've got like about three or four pairs of Duff fins. I actually, no, I've actually got three and a half pairs of Duff fins because I snapped one. Um, I was body surfing at a, the alley, the Crumbin Alley in Gold Coast, and I snapped a, I snapped a heel, heel um, strap and it came off and it was a pretty big day. I don't know if you guys have surfed at the alley, but when it's big, you just get like washed in. And it was like trying to, I had to come in like way down Palm Beach and do the like walk way back up with one broken fin. <laughs> and uh, like that walk back to the car park's like 25 minutes if you get stuck in that current. So. And is that the uh, fin that you made into the dad fin? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Made into the dad fin. You know, I I even messaged the guys from Dad Fin. They were like, well, that's really cool. And they'll like a lot of my stuff and will comment back. I'm like, man, we're going to turn this into a thing, you know. Mm. Like, I'm happy to do an artwork and we'll do like a dad fin range. But oh. nah, I don't know. They I won't just, maybe they don't get it. Yeah, maybe they, they don't, don't get, get it. it. No. Um, and and I, we're going to be chopping and changing subjects a lot. I want to talk a lot about your art and also your body surfing. While, while we're on body surfing, how did you get into it? Like you, you have moved around, you've, you've come to Australia, you're living in New Zealand. When did you become an official body surfer? 
Okay, so um, I don't know. I mean, the beaches where we live are pretty calm. They're pretty settled. You know, we've got lots of islands which block a lot of swell. And so we've got to travel to go surfing. Um, and so to go out to the West Coast, which is like 40 minutes from my house, I live on the East Coast, um, it's like you wouldn't be real keen to go out there and body surf because you've got to swim way out to the sandbars and it's never small. Like it's always like heaving big, hard to position. Whereas like I've done lots of body surfing in Sydney. All you have to do is walk like two steps out and this is the perfect womp wave, like right there. So we don't really have a lot of waves like that local. But I did like a holiday to Noosa as a kid. And I just remember swimming and just in the beach there and just thinking, this is like the best fun ever. <laughs> and so I always felt like at heart I was a body surfer. And so I've always surfed. Like I've always, you know, like gone through the shortboarding and then into mid lengths and now longboard a bit. But um, about... I got really into like making stuff. And do you guys remember brownfish, brownfish hand planes? No, please enlighten us. There was, there was these guys on Instagram and they were called brownfish hand planes and they would make these epic hand planes out of wood with real deep channels at the bottom. And um, I used to look through their stuff and be like, man, I've got to make one of these like hand planes things. This is back when Instagram, you could only get it on your iPhone. You couldn't get it on an Android phone. It was really, like, really hard to just, you know, be able to browse Instagram. And so I started making my own hand planes. It would have been about oh, about 12 years ago. And I'd make these horrible-looking things that I thought was a hand plane. They were, like, way too big. And I went on this, like, holiday, and I was like, man, I've got to go out and test this thing. And I didn't know you had to wear fins, you know, nice. like that classic thing. And I went out in this heaving little shorey. It didn't look like much, and I created, you know, obviously the strap. This is like, I reckon the strap is the one thing in body surfing that people struggle the most with. You know, they struggle with how to attach it, and they struggle with what the strap's going to look, look like. And all I did was do the first thing I thought of, and I got this real, you know, this rope that was like, I don't know, like six mil thick rope, and I just drilled two holes and put that through and put my <laughs> hand in. Honestly, that first wave, I went over because the hand plane was pretty big. I did see it, thought I broke all the like bones in the back of my hand. Like it was just the most gnarly flipping experience. I came in like, oh, not working at all. And then, yeah, from then, I think we, I, you know, nobody was really making hand planes. I think it was um, one of those guys in America that make all the like hand shaped ones. Been around for ages. Start with A. I remember the name. Ooh, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, uh, flipping heck, what's their name? It's gonna <laughs> come to me. It's gonna come to me later. Um, you know, they were doing like real cool stuff. Finally, hey, let's do a board together. And um, and yeah, I I I've got my first like Revo model, and um, I took it to. I had to go to my brother-in-law's wedding in like 2015. And I came over, like, all ready to, like, you know, I'm a body surfer. And um, I'd organised with Dan Carr to, like, go for a wave. And so he said, I'll come in. I hadn't met him before. He's like, I'll just come pick you up. And um, him and Mick. Mick Stringer. <laughs> yeah, we went. They picked me up in Point Clare. And mm. we, we couldn't find a spot that looked good. And we ended up going down to Avoca. And 
in New Zealand, all you like all year round, you wear a steamer wetsuit. Like it's always pretty cold. Mm. And I remember like standing at the side of the car and. Dan's there like in a pair of like rainbow like suggos. I was like, whoa, like I don't like even if he offered me a pair, I don't know if I would put them on. Like I've never like done that in public, you know? And um I was like, whoa, like and it was kinda like it was pretty fresh. And I was like, man, that's like a real man body surfer, you know, like completely unashamed, like just going for gold. And like we went out, we had a good surf and stuff. It was really good. Like, it was nice to hang out with other body surfers, mm. you know, and um, see how they body surf, I guess. Yeah, that's know? what it's all about. So how old were you um, when you went on that Noosa trip? Or how old were you when you caught your first body surf wave? Oh, I'd say, you know, like, just swimming into a wave and was like, whoa, body surfing. It was probably like 14 or something, oh, okay. you know. And, and I feel like I definitely, you know, like I've always done stuff in the ocean and stuff but i feel like at heart Mm. you know the most purest form is like body surfing and um find also is that like you know life is all about who's cool you know and what's cool and doing things that are cool and i i feel like the best thing about body surfing is you don't really have to try and be cool because it's kind of sub cool you know (laughs) i guess that we call it sub cool so yeah, yeah i just feel like i fit you know Mm. Yeah, body surfing is kind of off trend cool. It's yeah. it's like it's cool for everyone who does it, but everyone watching it doesn't really understand how cool yeah. it is. Now, two things on your um your trip up to see Dan and and Mick. One is that they don't bother traveling anymore. I have to travel to them. They they <laughs> meet at the same spot every Sunday morning, the Central Coast body surfers. And um yeah, if, even if it's not great, they rarely will travel. Um, and the second thing is, uh, I've been looking uh, quite a bit at the UK body surf scene and uh, Fringe Surfer on Instagram uh, tatted up to the nines and every week he's in his little, um, yeah. he's in his budgies. We need to get some keels over to him, I reckon. Mm. But, um, mate, it's cold over there. I reckon if we send yeah. you a pair of keels, you... Well, what do you reckon about starting the starting well, the trend? You guys did send me a pair when I won my compass hand plane. Yes, the XXL. So I could have put my eleven year old daughter into those. They would. Those were things were tight, man. Oh, they were small. Like, oh, you got the extra small because uh, we got both. Just, yeah, <laughs> I tried them on and it looked pretty cool. Have 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 any uh, cheeky emails come your way from Keel Down Under talking about a, a possible collaboration? Yeah, we we um um and we we we've had a project underway. Mm. Um, um, so we had a few things in the pipeline. Um, but yeah, we just never managed to get anything done. You know. So. Oh, we'll get there, mate. A <laughs> couple of seasons through the yeah. Body Surf podcast, we'll 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 eventually get it happening. We need to get our um our merch happening, Timmy, because yeah. uh yeah, the Patreon members they're 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 paying the big bucks. Well, that's right, and Alan has been a huge part of uh, helping us put together like our, our look, our design, our artwork, and uh, you did that out of the kindness of your own heart. I remember when you sent it to me, I was just so taken back um, that you took the time to do something like this. It's the best thing I've ever seen, I think, ever in the body surfing community, the the, uh, the artwork you did of me and Oe. 
Listen, that's good. I'm glad you like it. I like it. I think it's pretty cool. I like, I remember drawing it and feeling like, whoa, this is really good. You know, I don't feel like that about everything. Like I have like a, a new level, you know. I like that you got the skin tones right. Uh, it's, very, it's very impressive that, like, when I look at that photo, I'm like, yes, actually, that that's very accurate. Yeah. You know what was crazy is Wolfo sent that photo to me after of Tim with the microphone in the water. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I knew. I channeled it. Yeah, oh, Tim and I have been doing gear like that for years, mate. And uh, it's just good that it's good that uh, we're all on the same wavelength here. That's now, um, yeah. Alan, I want to ask you a bit more about your your artwork. And I mean, a lot of our uh, listeners uh, and people in the body surfing community would have seen your artwork, for instance, on this T-shirt. Oh, look at that! Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, on on handboards and um, yeah, for our body surf podcast logo, uh, but. You're not you're not just uh, body surfing and doing art on the side. Like it's your full time full time gig. Um, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so I, um, as as well as like, like being a child and wanting to be a body surfer, I also dreamt of being an artist. Um, so yes, yeah, so, I mean I, I it's a to be honest, it's been a flipping long road being an artist, you know, I, I remember being like six years old and having like a moment where I was like, man, I'm going to be an artist. And it, you know, like it, it wasn't like every day I was like, going to keep doing it. But when I, after, you know, like studying all that sort of stuff, I could see that it was possible. I thought it was going to take like maybe like two years to make it. And no jokes, it's, I feel like it's about 15 years in mm. as an artist. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, I used to travel quite a bit, you know, and that's why I would always travel with a pair of fins. A lot of work in Sydney, and um, I would always travel with my fins and maybe a hand plane if I could fit it in, Then I'd, like, I'd love to, like, check out all the little suburbs stuff. And um, last time I was there, it's such, like, an epic wave at Bronte, and that spot's good, so flipping good. But um, yeah, so I yeah, so I I work as an artist full time. My I've got like a uh, online store, sell a bunch of pro. Also do a bunch of commercial work for advertising, and it's one of those things where it's your passion. You do it for a job, and you make money out of it. Sometimes you hate it, and so yeah, so it's, it's good. I like it. And I've seen a couple of uh, your. Um uh you've come out here and done a bunch of murals uh for stores and on walls and things like that um how do you get those commissions is it just word of mouth or um uh like yeah what what's your clientele looking like um yeah so it's you know it's always who you know and a Mm. friend of mine who lives um used to live here in auckland and we actually when we were like 18 19 worked together um, for a signage company, I was a sign writer, and then he became like a relatively famous musician in New Zealand. And then he moved to Sydney and he started a jewelry company. And he actually introduced me to one guy in Sydney, and that guy has given me so much work over. So I've actually like, I mean, the last time I was there, I painted a mural in Randwick. You know where the hospital is? Yep. Yep. So. There's like a development in there, and I went over and spent like uh, 
two weeks like painting a mural um and they got me on like another one in brisbane i did like 30 meter mural in like nine days and um so those guys have flipped me a bunch of the good like mural painting we've lost alan he's gone timmy he's gone what's happening here uh, that musician grew up to be neil finn did he really? That was where the story was going. <laughs> uh, I want to know more about how he became daddy, you know. Uh, you, you can't just call yourself dad. No, no, that's right. It's a, it's a, a name that gets given to you, I guess, once you have a child. Um, all right, we're having some big technical issues. Let's this is this what out. happens when Wolfo's not here, Wolfo. mate. Every time Wolfo's not here, this, this stuff happens. You know what, Tim, we should take a listen uh, <laughs> to our sponsors. Uh, yeah, we'll take a short break and we'll be right back after this. The Body Surf Podcast is proudly sponsored by Steady Freddy. Steady Freddy. Do more in the bedroom with Steady Freddy, a spray designed to give you a more fulfilling love life. G'day, it's your new delay spray. Spray on, play on. Formulated by a medical doctor, Steady Freddy has fast and discreet delivery, express posted, it will come fast but you won't, and it has a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Make the good times last. Steady Freddy Control Spray fits right in your pocket so you're always ready to go. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Make your slonger last longer. And Steady Freddy are giving Body Surf podcast listeners $10 off their Control Spray and a free three-pack of ultra-thin condoms when you use promotional code BODYSURF. 100% of Steady Freddy reviewers would recommend this product to a friend. So what are you waiting for? Go to SteadyFreddy.com and try it today. Check out SteadyFreddy.com and get $10 off and a free three-pack of ultra-thin condoms when you use the promotional code BODYSURF. Steady Freddy is a sponsor of the Body Surf podcast. Check out SteadyFreddy.com and grab some good gear today. You, you. Can you hear us, Alan? Yeah. Awesome. Now, just- yeah, we're having some issues uh, technically, as we always do, but we were just uh, discussing off the air um, how you got the the name Womp Dad. How did that come about? I actually, <laughs> um, I actually was, you know, like, um, I've obviously got like my business account I use, Alan.Rath, and I just, I needed like a, I feel like I really am now, you know, just to, just to like, you know, not have to be so um, commercial. So I don't know. I, I, oh, I, I hung out with um, Guy Wompcat, you know, Wompcat. Yeah, you guys would have hung out with them at um, at Womp Camp. Man, how many times can I say Womp? <laughs> um, um, he he moved to New Zealand and he had like a construction job. He's a French guy. I'm trying to remember his first name. And he texted me and he was like, "You want to go surfing?" And I was like, "Okay." And said, "You know, like, come on over." And he met me at my house. And we actually had like an epic tropical cyclone come through, and my family it was just before i went over to hang out with dan and matt and my family had already left mm. and had gone to um what's the name 
Australia already and I was going like four days later, I had to go to a wedding. And um, so I just had this four days of like swell, like going surfing, it was so good. And so yeah, so we, we went hung out together and I always liked it, you know, and there's also the other guy, Womp Ranger, and I was like, man, it's just such a good way to put two words together, put Womp in front of it yeah. and it would just make anything awesome, you know. And so you're the Womp Dad. I think so. I, <laughs> I'm like self-titled, and I think so. Like I, I know with body surfing, the cool thing with the wedge guys is they name each other. Mm. So maybe I could get renamed one day, and that would be good. Well, that's Timmy's. Um, Timmy's got Womp Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's changing his name to. Yeah. Have you Have you got any kids, Alan? Have you got a few kids? I've got three kids. So. And did you? you what, know, what came first, you know, the name before, or the kids? Huh? What came first, the name or the kids? The the kids came first, yeah, good. and then from. <clears throat> but t- like honestly, like fifteen minutes before I jumped on this call, I was bathing a three year old and trying to get an eleven year old out the shower, and we'd just been at the beach for a friend's party, and um, we were all on a jet ski. We just did three full growing like big men, three of us on a jet ski. It looked so awesome, <laughs> like I. Actually, had to reach round and grab the man boobs of the guy who was driving, and sandwiched in between us was an even bigger guy, and he was holding my hands. It was so weird. It was the only way to stay on without falling off. Um, so yeah, so I do a lot of dad stuff yeah. and a lot of kid stuff, and yeah. Now, um, the, the on the back of your shirt is an amazing artwork for, mm. for the Coolum Wedge. Um, you've done the artwork for the Body Surf podcast. You did a, a custom commission job for me uh, on the War uh, Timber Hand Plane, uh, which looks amazing. Mm. That's up in the den. Um, you know, Christmas time's coming up and you're probably super, super busy. But what sort of creative things could you offer the body surfing community in terms of art? Um, well, I can offer, um, um, I feel like I'm doing a full plug for myself. I should just shamelessly go for it. Yeah, hey, yeah, please I mean, do because no one else we talk to has got anything going for them. So <laughs> well, I, I draw beautiful pictures of birds, you know, nice looking ones. You can get your mum one for Christmas. She would love it. You know, and I can sign my prints as well. And I also do like drawings of more masculine things and surfing things that you could get your dad, you know, mm-hmm. or even like a brother, you know, man, it, I could even paint a hand plane for you if you <laughs> wanted to, you know. So um, I've got to maybe like buy a bunch bulk and have them ready yeah, to go, yeah. some cheap, you know, and mm. then I can just pump them out. People would get into it. Like my whole thing with like I started Womp Dad as just a little bit of an outlet and then I was like, all of a sudden I couldn't help it. I started painting on my hand planes and then I just kind of got into this mode of like, man, I'd like to just paint on every single like hand plane body surfing equipment, you know, mm. and just leave it. It's like a bit of a tag, you know, <laughs> the one bad tag. And so, um, but I'm actually, you, Tim, you hooked me up with, um, what's the name? Treyboarding. Oh, I did too. Oh, yes. Yeah. He's going to send some trays over. That's just like and a blank canvas, isn't it? That's ready to go. We're going to paint some trays. So yeah, nice. I'm psyched. I'm fully psyched. Now, have you uh, gone gone digital? Have you got any NFTs? I actually, 
So um, when they blew up and that guy Beeple made like 250 million or something crazy in like a month, I was like, I've found my calling. I'm just <laughs> going to do some NFTs. And like, oh my gosh. I was just talking about it just before we came here with a friend who's like, uh, he's all, you know, he's like commercial real estate sales and hey, how's the numbers? And, you know, you should really put that into a spreadsheet and, you know, to ask me stuff I don't know how to answer. And he's like, have you done NFTs? And I'm like, yeah, I've done two. And the cost of just mm. doing those two was just so expensive. But because it was 10 months ago, I didn't spend all my Ethereum and that just sat in an account. Mm. And then when someone was like, you've got Ethereum? How long have you had it for? And I checked it. It's gone up like tenfold or something. Nice. So, at least I made a bit of return on my money that I didn't spend. So, well, yeah, interesting point. That's how a lot of the uh, Roid boys at the at the gym made their money. Yeah, uh, buying uh, steroids and illicit products uh, on the Silk Road with their Bitcoin. Right. So they're just <laughs> holding on to it, and now it's gone up to close to eighty thousand Australian dollars uh, a oh, coin. Yeah. So, I didn't think about that. That's yeah. That is actually. Um, I looked at Bitcoin, like I'm into like buying and selling a bit of stuff, have no idea what I'm doing. It just sounds very exotic, you mm. know. And um, I honestly, like I just, I had a, a conversation with a friend and they were like, don't buy crypto. <laughs> I was like, but Bitcoin's like 800 New Zealand dollars. And they were like, whatever you do, do not. And you know, like I checked mm. it hey, like six months ago and I was like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Which brings me yeah. to my next point: um, Bodcoin. <laughs> we're, we're, we're selling it on the um, on the Patreon, so jump on board. Uh, no, well, I was going to mention as well uh, our nemesis uh, body surfing club, the Bait Bay Body Bashers. They made an NFT of their logo, so I'm ah. not sure. I think that's going for you know 20 Bitcoin or something like that. Um, but yeah, jump on and, and see. Maybe we can get yeah. Bodcoin going, yeah. Uh, and Alan's- I reckon if you do a, a two-sided coin with your face on either side, <laughs> the face that would be and a good, just, yeah. Just spins, you know. That would be a you nice a little tan, gift, yeah, to our Patreons. And a not so tan side. Oh, let's do it! Awesome, um, Alan. Are you going to be uh, making your way to Australia anytime soon, or should we come over to New Zealand and hang out with you? Well, you can come hang out here. Um, for sure, but you can't go anywhere at the moment. Mm. Like, you won't be allowed to, you know. <laughs> you get a thousand dollar fine if oh, you geez. even leave your house. Um, so, um, I would actually quite like to. Um, my wife's parents just bought um, a house in Talabudra Valley in obviously Gold Coast. So, we would like to try and get over and visit mm. and stay for like a month or something. and. Yeah, just to get out of... I feel like I've been stuck in New Zealand for like three years. I don't know. It's just... Yeah, i got full New Zealand cabin fever. <laughs> and there's, I feel like there's um, there's warmer water across the Tasman. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, if, if you get to visit your parents, uh, your your, parent, uh, your parent-in-laws, um, where's the first beach you're heading to and as soon as you, you hit the Gold Coast? I don't know. I always scared of the super bank you know because i feel like people want it's just it's so savage and there's so many mm. people in the water but i don't know like i've always been a fan of going to the alley like it's pretty good like you can you can body surf out there and people 
kind of don't mind. It's got a bit of everything going on out there. So, um, yeah, I don't know. And even just the beaches, you know, all those beaches are just so good for a good old body bash. Mm. And, uh, yeah, cheaper than going to the chiropractor. That's <laughs> Alan, you know you are a, an honorary member of the uh, Wombi Wampers, which I am now the official captain of because it's my local, my local beach. Uh, I've got the Instagram handle there, so uh, I'll give you a follow, mate, because there's, we've got three members, myself, um, some other random bloke I met at the beach, and now you. So welcome aboard, nice. Wombi Wampers. I, one, of the, one of the best was, you know, if you're at um, – Friggin' um, start to tea the other end of Terrigal. Terrigal. Mm. Um, yeah, if you go down, you know, on Terrigal and you go down the ramp and you walk up a bit, you mm. know, and one of the best ever like body surfs I had was there on like a, you know, when the, you know, when the south facing beaches are way too big. Yeah. Like triple overhead and it just wraps into that flipping cove mm. and just gets bigger. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Yeah, it's and pretty just mental. Clean ads, just big hollow barrels. Mm, so. It was good fun. Yeah. Now, Alan, you're you're sporting a New York Yankees cap there, so I'm thinking instead of doing the uh, body surf podcast sign off, can you look straight into the camera and just say live from New York? It's Saturday night. <laughs> okay. Um, Live from New York at Saturday night. Oh, no. <laughs> That's not going to work at all. <laughs> I think the original sign-off is probably better, Tim. You've, just got, you've got to give it way more than that. You Like, pretend, you know, you're in front of millions of people. You're, uh, you're hosting Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Uh, you've just done a very topical sketch about Joe Biden, and, uh, and you get to look straight into the camera and yell... At the top of your lungs, live. And, and we're going to overlay it with, with Scribe, not many, if any. <laughs> did, did Scribe actually make it to Australia? Oh, yeah. yeah. Scribe yeah. made he, it. He had two big oh, hits, yeah. yeah. Dragon made it too, believe it or not. <laughs> Do you know I bumped into that guy in a gas station because of, a guy with knew him and I was like, oh, my gosh, Scribe. <laughs> <laughs> he probably doesn't know how big he is because yeah. Scribe's huge here. Yeah, he's big. I, I interviewed him once. Actually, I should dig up that, that tape and, and upload it to the Patreon. Um, but please, Alan, one more time in the camera, live from New York, it's Saturday night. Um, live from New York, it's Saturday night. <laughs> Uh, are you familiar with the show Saturday Night Live? <laughs> Has Do that made get... it to New Zealand yet? <laughs> um, so we get, um, we've got like um, Full House. Um, <laughs> uh, what's the one with Urkel? <laughs> yeah. Is that, is that Family Matters? <laughs> family, family Matters, um, step by step. Well, um, um, I suck at acting. And, um, I do watch... I watch Jimmy Fallon like all the time, but I just suck it. <laughs> uh, well, we're doing a Jimmy Fallon right now, laughing through this entire podcast. But uh, Alan, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I hope one day we're able to catch up in person and uh, yeah, go for a swim together because I think that would be a lot of fun. Whether it's in New Zealand or whether it's in Australia, who knows? But hopefully, mm. once these uh, borders start to open up, we'll be able to, to trek it out somehow. But uh, for now, we've got to get out of here. Do it all again uh, real soon. Alan, would you like to try the actual sign-off? Okay, let me just rehearse it in my head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to write it down? It's always overhead when you're body surfing. Oh, that's good. Did I do that? That's my Urkel impression. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good night. Catch you, Alan. Have a good one. Bye. Thanks so much, man. Oh, man, I don't know how to hang out. (laughs) 